Well, hello, fellow constitutionalists, and welcome to the Dan Clements Show, a Christian and political talk show. I'm your host, Dan Clements, your constitutional warrior fighting for your right just to be an American. Remember, we are a hyphen-free, PC-free zone. God is still in control, and he does love you. And I am broadcasting from the Hemlock Studios here in the beautiful central Susquehanna Valley in the great Keystone State. And folks, do we, do we have a show for you right now? This video right now caught red handed this is a project veritas video by james o'keefe and his undercover reporters caught jordan tristan walker he's a pfizer director uh, of research and development and strategic operations in the mrna scientific planner and he was caught on videotape saying a bunch of different stuff and folks, I don't know where to begin. I, I, when I saw this, I was flabbergasted. Now, he posted this on the 25th of January, a few days ago. I just saw it in my stack of stuff uh, that came through. And it just left me, like I said, flabbergasted. I looked yesterday. I'm going to look again today and see where the FBI raids are on Pfizer because they are clearly, if this is true, if what this guy is saying is true, which it needs to be investigated, it needs to be investigated. Now, I don't know if our DOJ is going to do it. I don't know if Pfizer's paid off enough of the right people to keep them from being investigated, but they need to be investigated. If what is said in this video turns out to be true, which I, I, I have in the past, I mean, I don't... Uh, I, James O'Keefe, he's pretty good about crossing his I's and dotting his T's, okay? So this guy, this guy was caught on hidden camera speaking several different things, and it just it is amazing what this guy is talking about. Now, the first clip, we're going to talk a little bit about mutating the virus, okay? And then he just he's going to go through, and this guy is just saying everything that, that the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists out there were saying all along about what Pfizer was doing, what was happening over in the Wuhan labs and everything. And these conspiracy theorists are going to have to look for more conspiracies because what they're saying is coming true. Uh, I, I just, I hope there's an investigation. I'm not holding my breath. Uh, and, and I don't care if Congress does it. I don't care if the F, if DOJ sends FBI in to raid Pfizer and get all their documentation on this. These people need to be stopped. These people are playing with Americans and people of the world. They're playing with people's lives. In my humble opinion, folks, they not only need to be dragged before our own court systems, the Pfizer personnel, uh, you know, the, the head mucky mucks, I believe they need to be brought up on uh, war crime or um, crimes against humanity over at The Hague. I, I honestly believe that. I, I believe Fauci should be. I believe the NIH, the, the directors of the NIH should be. I think the people in the Wuhan land, lab should be brought up on crimes against humanity. And this, these videos make me sick. They infuriate me. They make me mad. 
and I want these folks to be investigated. Now, this first one here, they're going to talk about, I got four clips, four short clips. Uh, the, I got the video. The video is well over 10 minutes long, and I've only taken like a minute here, a minute there out of the clips. And I have the link to it in the show notes uh, when I get this published. But this one here, uh, this, uh, this, I'm going to just say Jordan. Uh, he's a Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations of the mRNA Scientific Plant and a mRNA Scientific Planner for Pfizer. So he is a director in Pfizer. Okay, so give this give this a quick listen, folks. What is Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today. So there's a lot. Really? They're doing. Uh, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Our undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. We're exploring, like, now, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can probably develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. we're like, do we want to do this? <laughs> so that's, like, one of the things we're considering. Okay. So, like, the future, like, maybe we can, like, create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. That's why it was, a, it was a thought that came up at a meeting, and we were like, why, why do we not? It was like, we're going to consider that with more discussions. Okay. That exact reaction, right? We're like, wait a minute. Like, people won't like that. That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. All right, his own words, They're, they are planning on mutating if, they're, if they aren't already doing so, okay? Now, I'm just a simple country boy here. Now, mutating a virus in the lab is different from mutating a virus or, or somebody getting the virus and it mutates in people and they get variants from that mutation that happens in people. I could be wrong on this, but I, I mean, just, you know, common sense would tell you that mutating a virus in a lab is different than in a person or in people in general, like the flu, like the flu virus mutates. It mutates because it's in people. Uh, people have different levels of um, immunity against the flu. Uh, and some, some people like myself, uh, I rarely get the flu. When I do, it is a doozy. But then after I'm over that, then it's years before I get it again. Uh, so my immune system remembers that I get a good, healthy immune system, even though you know I'm still a little overweight and I'm diabetic. I still have a good, healthy immune system, and and so it doesn't mutate with me. But if it if it's with somebody that's you know, let's say the flu bugs with somebody that doesn't have a good immune system, it hangs on for weeks and weeks. Uh, that's when the mutations actually can take place from what I understand, from what I understand. So here, this guy's admitting that they're wanting to, they're going to have a meeting on the 25th, you know, about this. And in, in just in, in my conspiratorial mind, I can't believe they're not already doing this, to be, to be quite honest with you. 
Now, this next video clip, he's going to be talking about, well, it's not gain of function. We heard this from Fauci and, and Senator uh, Rand uh, go back and forth at it. You know, uh, uh, Dr. Fauci, oh, it's not gain of function. You don't understand, blah, 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 blah. Well, now they've come up with a new term, and I want you to listen to this new term. It's called directed evolution is what they're calling it now. And I'll make a couple comments, but listen for that term uh, during this next clip, folks. To say the least, and Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. So, I mean, when is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. It depends on how the experiments work out, because this is just like something that's dying, right? It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like there's... It's definitely not gain of function. Sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution? Directed evolution. Directed evolution, okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They recommend not. But you do, like, these, like, selected directional mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm going about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There might not be any more outbreaks, because like Jesus Christ. So um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? Mm -hmm. Well, they're still kind of conducting the experiments on it, but uh, it seems like from what I've heard, they're kind of optimizing it, but they're going slow, because everyone's very cautious. Like, you know, right. obviously they don't want to kind of accelerate it too much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you're trying to figure out future mutation. Okay, so did that, did the whole virus mutation thing like come from your executive, Sarah? No, no, no. That came from like, we have like chief scientific officers in like the other division. Oh. The guy's laughing about it. Uh, of course, he's drinking. If you notice in the video, he's actually drinking uh, in the video. So. Uh, he could be a little tipsy, but I doubt it. Doesn't his words aren't being slurred or anything? But um, he's kind of giddy about this. Now he just said, "Well, gain of function, we call it. It's not gain of function. It's called directed evolution, and this is how we do it." And from all the doctors I heard talk about gain of function. What he described about the mutations, you know, taking parts of it and then make it more potent, that's exactly what gain of function is. You know, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck and it smells like a duck, chances are it's a duck. So I don't care if you call it gain of function or directed evolution, you're not supposed to be doing that. And just on that alone, the FBI should be raiding Pfizer right now. Uh, locking down documents, uh, arresting directors, the whole nine yards. They should be, uh, Pfizer should be served search warrants to every one of their facilities in the world. And this stuff should be known because I, I, I'm pretty sure they're breaking the law. I'm with, without, well, I'm going to say without a shadow of a, of a doubt, I believe that they're breaking the law. Now this third one, and this is what's, I've known this for a long time. Uh, some of my conspiracy buddies talk about this a lot, about the revolving door of government, from government to industries and back and forth, okay? And mainly it's from the government. They get out of government, 
And, you know, let's say they serve in government for 20 years and then they go into, you know, in this instance, into big pharma. Let's say, let's just pick on Pfizer because that's what we're talking about. So Pfizer and, and James O'Keefe will talk about this a little bit. Pfizer seems to have a regulatory lockdown on their stuff that they pretty much get the green light no matter what they're doing from the regulators. And this is a problem. We're talking... We're talking about a pharmaceutical company supposed to make medicines to help people get better. And I don't begrudge them making a profit off of doing that. But when you, when you hear this guy talking about how this, how this is going to be a cash cow and it's, it's mind blowing that their number one reason for doing it is to make money, not to help people get better or to defeat, defeat a virus or anything. Uh, so give this, this, this next clip is going to talk about the government pharma revolving door. Now, you would think that creating viruses to sell the vaccine would be illegal. But no, the pharmaceutical industry, as Walker puts it, is, quote, a revolving door for all government officials, unquote. Okay. A revolving door for all government officials? Wow. Yeah, for any industry, though. So, like, in the pharma industry, all the government uh, officials who, like, you know, review our drugs, mostly yeah. they come work for pharma companies. Like, the military, like, all the, like, army and defense, like, government officials eventually go work for the defense company afterwards. Yeah. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators have to approve our drugs, know that once they stop being regulated, they want to go work for the company, then I gotta be as hard for the company. They're doing their job. Right. They're not gonna be hard or tough on them. And again, this is this is this revolving door with the government. We know this goes on. We we absolutely do know that this goes on, and it should be honestly, uh, Congress should should buckle down and pass a law saying that there's a, when you come out of government, uh, you got to wait so many years. I'm not talking a couple of years. I'm talking like five, seven. I'd rather see it be 10 years before you go into an industry from being a government regulator or working, in, you know, like in the defense department, you know, working in the defense department, get to government retirement and then go work for a defense contractor. The, the, the next day you get out of government. Now it should be, if, if I had my way, it'd be 10 years. But whatever it is, it should be a sufficient amount of time where we don't have this revolving door happening from government to industry and vice versa. It, it just should not happen. And this is part of the reason why our government's broke to begin with, because we have this, this uh, good old boy, good old girl network where, you know, the, if, if you're in government and you get out, you get a cushy job, or, you know, like, like former presidents, they get these speak, speaking engagements. And I remember Bill Clinton made millions, supposedly made millions and millions of dollars off all these speaking engagements, yet you hardly ever got a transcript of the speeches he was making. So you wonder if he was really doing it. And if he was doing it, what was he actually saying? You know, was it worth what he was getting paid? Just questions. Just questions I have, folks. <laughs> All right, this final clip is one of my favorite doctors in this whole mess, Dr. Robert W. Malone. He was one of the original inventors of the mRNA vaccine. And even he had his doubts about, they never got it to work right. And even he had his doubts from the beginning on this. So give him a listen here real quick. 
We talked to Dr. Robert Malone, physician, scientist, and author, to get his take on the comments made by Jordan Walker. You're gaining function. You're creating a new function in virus one by adding elements from virus two, infecting one monkey and then another monkey. That's called serial passage. That appears to have been one of the technologies deployed in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with the humanized mouse strains that I believe were obtained from uh, EcoHealth Alliance. That's an example of directed evolution. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all about what he's doing. The hubris and arrogance and immaturity. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health with such a casual disregard for the human toll, it's profoundly corrupt in terms of would it be feasible for Pfizer to circumvent international or national law, I think that is undeniable. And the gentleman in your investigative work has clearly indicated that Pfizer believes that it has successfully captured the regulatory apparatus of the United States government and presumably worldwide. Pfizer has completed regulatory capture, is quite proud of it, it's it's unreal. And, and there's Dr. Malone saying, you know, and, and I listened to him and some other guys uh, about this, that this is, gain, whether you call it gain of function or directed evolution, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And it seems this gentleman here doesn't have a single moral quarrel about what they're doing. He has no moral compass, Dr. Malone is saying. And I agree with him. And I think, I don't think, a lot of big pharma has a moral compass. Like I said, I'm a capitalist at heart. I believe that, you know, go out and make a profit. But do so ethically and morally. Again, pharmaceutical companies' first idea should not be about profits. It should be about saving lives, helping people live better lives with diseases they have. Like, like myself, I have fibromyalgia. They're not doing a whole lot of research on it. They're doing some, but they're, you know, they're like at dead ends. They can't figure out what causes fibromyalgia, so we just take care of the symptoms. But if someday a cure is found for fibromyalgia, I don't mind them making a, a profit off it to help pay back the R&D that goes into it and that. But to go out and make the medicine just for profit, just like they're, uh, if you watch the whole clip, he gets this Jordan Got just Director Jordan gets into it even further about how much of a cash cow this thing really is. You know, all these boosters. Oh man, we can get we can get ahead of this and we can make a lot of money off of this. You know, and that benefits him. You know, I'm I'm in here, I get raises, bonuses, blah, blah, blah. When when the, the general public hears stuff like this, it's no wonder they're skeptical of government. It's no wonder they're skeptical of crony capitalism. And folks, that's exactly what this is. If you want a perfect example of the difference between capitalism and crony capitalism, what's happening with Pfizer, that's, that, that's crony capitalism, plain and simple. It's the government uh, throwing roadblocks up for them, you know, like, like a tackler or a, a blocker on a football team, you know, for the running back, you know, uh, putting them blocks on so that running back can get down the field. You know, that's, that's what's happening here. 
That's that's crony capitalism. They're being favored by the government instead of being out there competing without that favoritism from the government. It, it's just that simple, folks. And it just, again, I, I'm enraged about this. I, I can't, I'm not holding my breath, but I, I hope, I hope the Department of Jump, Justice jumps on this and puts a kibosh on this and really holds some of these people accountable. I really do. Well, folks, this has been the Dan Columbus Show. I'm your host, Dan Columbus, your constitutional warrior. Remember, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time, and we'll see you on the next video.